Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the State Hornet News Podcast. I'm Will Coburn, your podcast editor. And this week we have a bit of a different thing. I'm in here with a Sac State psychology student, still a psychology student. Uh, I'm no longer a psychology student. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Vernon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Leslie here runs the longest running Friendsgiving I know about. You've been doing it for what, nine years now? Nine years. Nine years. So what exactly is a Friendsgiving? So a Friendsgiving is a Thanksgiving dinner um that you do with your friends wow Um, i know it the name the definitions in the title but um it's more like a lot of our friends are like family um definitely i take on the mom role and like tim takes on the dad role and Uh, so tim chang he didn't go to sac state yeah so he's another friend of ours that uh, we usually have at his house yeah and i've known tim since i was 18 Part of Friendsgiving, where it comes from, so I was at a particularly dark point in my life, and I was in an intensive outpatient program, and I couldn't go down to L.A. to spend Thanksgiving with my family. One of my friends, two of my friends were working on, no, three of them were working on Thanksgiving. Tim's a Jehovah's Witness, Mm -hmm. and his girlfriend's family wasn't doing Thanksgiving for some reason. So what happened was it was kind of like an island of misfit toys. Like everyone wanted to do Thanksgiving, but nobody had anyone to do Thanksgiving with. And so I said, I don't have anything to do that day. So while you guys are at work, I'll go to your house and I'll make Thanksgiving dinner. And then when you come home, it'll be there. The only thing is I will not clean up. Like that's my rule. I will cook absolutely everything, but I'm not going to clean up. Fair enough. And, um, And then it just happened that we like sat down and we started eating and we were talking about like, um, like all these weird, like family roles that we take on. And like, I had like a bottle of apple cider that I was drinking straight to the head and they're like, mom's wine. And it was like, um, it was just like weird and it was fun. And then I had made pie, um, which wasn't very good because I'm not a good baker, but um, we were eating pie and we decided that we were going to watch a movie and we were looking for movies that we all hadn't seen. And um, it was like literally just popped up Barbarella with Jane Fonda in it. And we decided that we were going to watch Barbarella and it was such a weird, quirky movie that it just became like, that's what we do now. With that friend group specifically, I can't imagine a more fitting movie than Barbara <laughs> Ella, however. I can't. It's, it's funny because, like, I didn't even know about Barbara Ella. Like, I knew who Jane Fonda was. Like, everyone knows who Jane Fonda is. But, like, it's such a, like, like there's okay. not a more perfect, um, like, quirky movie for our friend group than that doing this like year after year have like people drifted in drifted out uh so it's definitely way bigger than it's ever been um so this year like 35 people are coming about and the first year there were seven yeah and so some people don't like lexi's moved away um adam moved away but generally most of the people who originally were there are still there but we like expanded because like um like people more people don't have something to do on friendsgiving also we moved it from actually thanksgiving day to usually the weekend after thanksgiving so more people are able to go and it's more like a way of saying like hey you're part of this like unique family structure that we have 
come enjoy this. And it's really low key because we go to a lot of parties where it's like a lot of energy and a lot of um, drinking and like partying and like acting like the sun is never going to come up. And Friendsgiving is more like we're going to talk and um, and love on each other. 35 people this year. Uh, it sounds like these things get pretty wild. Anything interesting of has anything interesting happened over the years? So my anniversary with my boyfriend is actually on November 28th. Yeah. So we generally, so every so often, Friendsgiving actually happens on our anniversary. And so three years ago, um, our anniversary was on Friendsgiving. And I had already planned Friendsgiving. And um, I woke up that day and he's like, I, I have this great thing planned. We're going to, we're going to go um, to breakfast and then we're going to go to the zoo and we're going to do this. And I was like, I'm cooking for 20 people today. And he's like, are you? And I was like, okay. And so for Friendsgiving that year, I bought food. I, I bought like a whole bunch of food that like pre-made food and people say it's the worst Friendsgiving they ever went to because everyone, <laughs> <laughs> because everyone's used to me cooking. And so, like, there was just, like, like I was, like, I, I texted a whole bunch of people and I was, like, could you make this? Could you make this? And they're, like, yeah, we can totally make it. And um, it's it's not like what mom makes. You know? <laughs> so that happened one year where I, I, I planned a Friendsgiving that I was the at for literally 45 minutes. But. My anniversary was good. Um, you got the zoo. That's great. I got the zoo. Um, there was the, the year. we are adorable. There was the year that we ran out of macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes. And I remember having to run home and emergency make mac and cheese, if I recall. Yes. Yes. And, and there was a lot of upset about it. Um, my macaroni and cheese is requested as gifts for people. <laughs> The secret is that it's Paula Deen's. I've changed some things about it, but literally like it was like halfway through the line and someone goes, there's no more macaroni and cheese. And then like two minutes later, someone's like, there's no more mashed potatoes. And I go, I made six pounds of mashed potatoes. How are you eating this much mashed potatoes? So <laughs> like I, I realized that like with the amount of people there, I have to kind of like like everyone goes for those things. So um, those are big things that I have to kind of think about. Um, generally, um, a weird thing is that like I cook the whole meal and I'm very particular about how I cook it. Um, I don't like people helping me. That's just a weird thing. I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I like it done a certain way. And if I you're in my, sneak in my green bean casserole, <laughs> but I have to be stealthy about it. Like if you, if you come into my kitchen, like I can't just, I, I need to know what you're doing, why you're in the kitchen at that time. Don't, don't mess with anything. Everything has to be organized in a certain way. I like, and there are very few people who can deal with like my anal retentiveness. Your Friendsgiving was the first time I had heard of the tradition and this was seven eight years ago for me i wasn't yeah. the original one but i've been going for a while yeah and i've noticed that it's kind of like ticked up and i've seen a lot more people do it and that might just be that i'm more involved here at like a college where people are away from home mm -hmm. uh but do you think there's something to the idea that uh millennials and now zoomers are kind of like focusing more on selected family over traditional family yeah so i think for me 
one of the big reasons why Friendsgiving um, keeps happening is that like there's not the same pressure that there is at Thanksgiving dinner. Um, my family, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, which is why I have two Thanksgivings every year. Um, so Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and Thanksgiving, uh, my family are immigrants. And so like, that's one of the big holidays they adopted was Thanksgiving. And it's like, we get together and we eat and we play games and we watch um, sports and we tell stories that we've told a million times and we laugh and we generally it goes on till the wee hours of the morning and then we go home and we just feel good and we think about how we're going to do it again next year. And um, that didn't happen for a lot of my friends. Like I would talk about, you know, like, oh, you know, things. I, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. My friends would be like, oh, like I have to go sit with my parents and hear them tell me how I'm not doing great in life or, you know, um, or like I'm not allowed to like show up the way that I want to show up, you know, or um, I have this one person in my family I disagree with and I'm forced to be nice to them. And for Friendsgiving, there's none of that pressure. Like you don't, you're not forced to be anything that you're not. Um, these are the people that know you and love you and have chosen to love you, right? Like there's no, the ties are very loose. Like you get to decide who um, is a part of this and who isn't a part of this. It's an interesting note you made about uh, your family being immigrants. Uh, do you feel like there's something about American culture that kind of causes our family lives to be different? Something that you're, uh, so like, you're not an immigrant, but your parents are. Mm -hmm. uh, so anything about like that sort of like, you kind of like see both worlds that way. Anything like you can see difference in the way family lives are structured here that, you know. So, um, so a big thing is that my family is a part of a huge extended family. And um, so my grandparents together have seven children and all seven children moved within 50 miles of them when they came to the States. Um, my mom now lives the furthest away and she lives 430 miles away and we go down for every holiday. Mm -hmm. um, oh, just can I ask, uh, where are you guys from? Jamaica. Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And so family ties are, are very strong. Um, even if you don't particularly like someone, you don't really have a choice, right? Like you, like, like you get to, you're like, I have to deal with you. I wind up liking something about you. But for the most part, my family is really fun to be around. I love my family. I love spending time with them. Um, generally, I can't think of anything better than to um, spend time with my family. Um, and I have this idea because I was raised like that, that no matter what happens, my family will be there for me. Right. And my family has, um, that I was a gift to my family and that my family, you know, enjoys me. And, um, that wasn't something that my friends had that like, uh, when I was growing up, I, I was very resentful of the fact of how much family time I had, you know, yeah. like, um, like my friend, like, at holidays, like it, it was expected, like Christmas day, you would spend the entire day with your family um, because it was Christmas. And like, that's what we did. Like we went to church and then we, and then at two o'clock we opened presents and then we had dinner and then, and like we ate all day and we spent the entire day together and we went to bed together. And then, 
you know, like it, and my friends were like, it's three o'clock. Why can't you come and show us your toys? And I was like, I, I'm with my family all day, you know? Um, and so like, there was a very much a difference between me and my friends and, and the value we placed on family. And I see that with my boyfriend who like, if he had his way, we would spend every holiday with my family. He thinks my family holidays are way more fun and like way more chill. And he's a big fan of Jamaican food. And um, Who isn't? <laughs> honestly. Um, and, uh, but like, and his family events are a little more like stressful for us. Are they stressful for you as well? They are because the first year we did Thanksgiving with his parents, um, his mom said dinner was at four. And so at two o'clock I started cooking and he goes, what are you doing? We, we have to be there at four. And I said, well, it says four, but we're not going to eat at four. That's when people are showing up. And so he's like, no, we got to be there by four. And he was just rushing me. And I was, I was very flustered by the time we got there that like we, he was rushing me and I was sure that nobody was going to be eating at four o'clock, especially because we were going to be late and we had told them that we were going to be late. So why would they start without us if they know we're going to be there? And they started without us at four o'clock. And I was like, you just do that. Like we don't start Thanksgiving dinner. Like we say, we always say Thanksgiving dinner starts at three o'clock, but it doesn't actually start until like seven, eight thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we, we, we eat snacks all day and then we actually sit down to eat at seven o'clock yeah. and like it's because it takes all day to cook and we're we have to wait for everyone to show up and everyone and like someone's bringing this and someone's bringing that and like you have to wait for that to get there but because you can't start and you don't want to eat something and then something that's supposed to go with it isn't there and so it it's a general like our thanksgiving dinners are usually about 75 people 80 people so um that's a lot of coordination for... So you should have practice for cooking for just 35. I do have practice for cooking for 35. It's just, honestly, 35 people... I, I'm not used to 35 <laughs> people showing up on time. <laughs> so generally, that's the thing, is that like there are 35 people, but they're all there on time. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Don't you have things to do during the day? I'm like, no. so... <laughs> So yeah, took in a bunch of lost moppets. They have nothing better to do. <laughs> they have nothing better to do. But that's the thing. Like we have, it's a it's a very much an island of misfit toys, and we all love each other dearly. And the weirder and stranger you are, the more likely we are to love you. All right. Well, thank you. That's been phenomenal. Uh, I'll see you this weekend. See you this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks for coming on, Leslie. No problem. Yeah.